If you've ever thought about starting your own podcast, consider Anchor Media. Hi, everybody. It's Rob Smith with the Lighter Side of Dark podcast with Solio and Smith. And I want to tell you a little bit about our good friends at Anchor Media. It's real easy to get started. Basically, go to the internet, search for Anchor Media. It'll come right up on your browser. Take an opportunity to follow the step-by-step videos, and you could have a podcast going just exactly as Solio and I have for the past six seasons. So uh, check them out, Anchor Media. Where you go from there is completely up to you, but they'll get you started. Anchor Media, the place for podcast beginners. Hey everybody, this is the LSD Podcast. First of all, thanks for listening. Second of all, you're not being forced to. During our podcast, we will attempt to entertain you, make you think a little bit. We believe in the First Amendment and our right to our own opinions. You may disagree, and you can always vocalize those disagreements with us. But if you're easily offended, we're probably not the podcast for you. We try to make you think of things from a lighthearted side. We talk politics, yeah, and occasionally we even bash religion. And we make fun of certain groups and even ourselves. So if you're that easily offended, please don't listen to our podcast any further. You're not being forced to. Now, let's try to be entertaining. Now take it away, Dave Anthony. Welcome to The Lighter Side of Dark, one of the fastest growing podcasts in the U.S. Now, here to make your eyes roll and attempt to entertain you are Solio and Smith. Milk on the AOP. Ooh. That was, my, a, that was my Dave Anthony. That was your Dave Anthony voice? Voice. The smooth, dulcet tones on of Dave Anthony. The where they'll do their 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 vast musical vast knowledge. Airplane. Hey everybody, welcome to the Lighter Side of Dark podcast with Solio and Smith. I am Smith at Main Control, and uh, our co-pilot Solio reporting in. Did you realize that uh, it is it is a, um, a common practice? I don't know how I segued into this. It's a common practice. I like now supporters. I just figured out why. Because you said uh, co-pilot um, on airplanes, mm. pilots, co-pilots. And navigators are all fed different meals. Smart. You know why? Potential, uh, no, like you know, if someone gets food poisoning. The movie Airplane scared them. Started a real policy in the FAA. Can yeah. you fucking believe that? It's, really? It's funny because, first of all, one of the greatest comedies of all time. But you're right. Surely, that you, was, surely you can't be serious. <laughs> I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Uh, it's so plausible. It really is plausible. Cross-contamination is usually the reason, and it's like, it affects the whole thing. So they even did it. They narrowed it down. Did you have the fish or the chicken? I had the fish. Uh-oh. You know, that was, I think, the problem in the movie. So, yeah, that's smart. Fish? What is it? Yeah. Well, it's this big, scaly thing that floats under water, but that's not important right now. <laughs> it's still, and it's amazing. I how, love it. How sometimes... Uh, now, I, let me let me ask you this. Uh, d- does, your, does your wife like movies like that? Yes. I think... My wife has a great sense of humor. Uh, she likes quirky humor. She likes... She married you. She goes, married me. Goes without saying. I'm a weirdo, yeah. as you know. And a um, creep. And no, my wife has a great sense of humor. She... And what I also love about her is she's willing to go back and watch movies she didn't see growing up. She has never seen Airplane. Uh... But she's willing, and I'd like to. I know there's going to be a lot of outdated things because of the technology, but I think that style of humor definitely holds up because it's make it's it's not about current events or satire. It's it's a it's a silly. They play it serious, but it's silly kind of. In in all of those movies, like uh, you know, Hot Shots Part Two. Yeah, that was great too. Robin Hood, Men in Tights, and that Police was, Squad. No which which basically yes, same spawned, guys as, as spawned uh, from uh, airplane and naked gun movies from that too. 
Yeah, I think that's exactly what I meant to say was naked gun. But uh, every time I say naked, shwing. <laughs> so, no, I, I guess the thing that I'm trying to realize here is I find um, women's sense of humor to typically be different than men. Now, your wife actually saw you at a comedy gig, if I remember correctly. Yeah, she's not for the first time. She did see me when we were dating for a couple of months. She did go to see yeah. me. And so how did, she you, loves how did you two meet? Did you lose the bet? Did she lose the bet? What <laughs> no, happened? I messaged You didn't lose the bet. I know that for damn sure. I saw her picture online. I was, you know, I was at a point where I was online dating. Online on, stalking? On, okay. Online, online terms. Of, I had gotten out of a horrible relationship, and I'm like, I am not forcing anything here. I'm not settling. I'm not doing anything For bad. those of you who don't remember season one, episode one, where Solio had to admit on his 21st birthday, mm. he was at a Bennigan's, if I remember yeah. correctly. Uh, drinking because your Alone. girlfriend broke up. That was a different girl, but yes, you're right. I did have an awful 21st. Um, I had a great one, by the way. I know. I was, was in a hotel room full of nurses who, for some strange reason, thought I was responsible for grading their nursing exam. It was one of those... How the hell that happened? It was one of those gigs for the ages. There's like... You probably count like on one hand those super gigs. That was one. Speaking of one hand. Anyway. Um, yeah. So... Yeah. So, I, met her, I, I messaged her online uh, to answer your original question. I messaged her, and I uh, kept it simple for short. She had a couple of photos, nothing crazy, but she had a regular photo. I, I, have, I have not only have I seen your wife, she's just a stunning woman, but I don't think she could take a bad picture. She's I one agree. Of the, she's one of those people. My wife is extremely photogenic. Yeah. She Somehow when there's a camera up, a, a look comes over her, and... Um, uh, youngest daughter has the same kind of thing. She yeah. has that same, like the second a camera comes up, you know, great picture. Yes. Other, other kids, not so much. Yeah. No, I, my wife is very fortunate. She, of course, doesn't see that, but I, I know I could take a picture of, of her anytime, any angle. First thing in the morning with no makeup, she looks, she's stunning. So did I'm you say very, no makeup, no clothes? What did you say? Either or. Okay. If you take one of those, one. just let me know. I'd <laughs> like to check your photographic abilities. <laughs> sure. Uh, purely for that mm. reason. Um, so, uh, I'm drinking from my cup. Let me t- uh, Ackley Dental. So, does that mean you were uh, there recently? Yes. Matter of fact, I was there yesterday. So, was, is this uh, a tweak was, to your work that had gotten well, done? Well, when I, when I went in and, and the tooth was fallen out, yes. they, um, they put in a temporary hmm. crown on the tooth that they need to fix and then the one to the left of it because they had to weld them together because one wasn't strong without the other. Okay. And that's how you can charge more money, by the way. Sure. I don't know if you figured that out. You can't go to the dentist. For, uh, they don't have a drive through because if they did, I'd go. So I uh, wait the three weeks. I go back. Now I'm going in to get my permanence yesterday. They're going to pop the, uh, the other one out and uh, put the new permanent ones in. Shiny brand new, another $1,400. Whoosh, right down the toilet. Hold on, let me do the sound effect here. I'm mm-hmm. so used to doing oh, it. I'm used to hearing it. Don't worry. I know Hey, $1,400 for dental work? There we go. Uh, might as well just do it. So uh, I go in, uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Kelly with Ackley Dental Group. I would uh, give them a great review so far, except price, because I'm just a cheap ass. So she puts in the new tooth, holds up the mirror goes what do you think and I go I said oh wow that uh, that looks great I mean this is great I walk in sit down new tooth in a little bit of glue literally she stuck a caulking gun in my mouth I'm not making this they shit don't pull out. out the hardcore shit dude this was Those a tools. this was a caulking gun 
And it wasn't like a little small syringe. Even in a cleaning, man, they'll treat your mouth like it's a home improvement project. Or as, as my uncle used to call it, a caulking gun. Caulking. He, used to, he, he, yeah. he emphasized the L, caulking. He, he wanted to make sure that no one thought he was saying hand, cock. Hand, hand me the, hand me the, co- uh, the, 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 the caulk. I go, the what? He goes, you know, the caulk. The caulk. <laughs> so sure enough, and then she goes, she goes, okay, bite down. And I bit down. And um, did I mention she's an attractive woman? Dr. Kelly's a good looking woman. She's, she's very attractive. And uh, so she goes, bite down. I said, with your finger in there? And she didn't think that was that funny. I did make her laugh a couple of times. Uh, you know, I said, the lady goes in the dentist's office. As a dentist looks over and goes, yeah, we got to pull that tooth out. It's got to come out. It's got to be extracted. She goes, I'd rather have a baby. He goes, make up your mind. i got to adjust the chair. <laughs> so sure enough, she goes, ah, I don't like something here. I don't uh, like the no, way. I, and I'm like, I don't, oh, like hearing those please, words. Don't, don't say that. It Never looks, say it looks, that. It looks great. She goes, no, I don't uh, know. So she pulls it back out. And then she goes, sorry, got to numb you up. Didn't ask, just proceeded just, to needle right the old gummers. Yeah. And so better to just take it right there. So then, for the next three and a half hours, my upper lip on this side with a little bit like muff mouth. It from is the, weird how From the yeah. fat album of France. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. So, so she says, um, I'm going to have to send this back. I have them remake it for another two weeks. reason I bring that up, I have, a, I have an idea. My next doctor's appointment, dentist appointment, excuse me, is I think 11:30 a.m. on August the second. Now I don't know, I don't know if I'm going to have to get Novocaine up again, but I think it would be funny as hell if we did the podcast right after my dental appointment. Which which day is the Wednesday? Oh, what? August second. Okay. Yeah, if you're up for it, dude. Right I on. think it would be hilarious if I tried to do the podcast on Novocaine. I mean, you know, you may you may find that you have a talent for adjusting on the fly and somehow sounding kind of normal. I saw Tim Conway in that episode where he was the dentist that Novocaine his forehead and his wrist mm-hmm. and his leg and his hand and Harvey Corman wet himself. So I I'm I'm driving back to the dentist office yesterday. Upper lip, upper left side of my face, like this part of my nose. For those it's of you not, not watching this on YouTube, which is everyone. But this part of my nose, I could have had a booger on it. I wouldn't have felt right. it. This part was all numb, came down into this yeah, area. I hate that feeling. So if, if they've got to Novocaine me again, which I don't think they'll have to, but if they do, mm-hmm. I think it would be hilarious if we did the entire podcast with me on Novocaine, sponsored by Ackley Dental Group of Spring Hill, sure. Florida. Sure. Yeah, we can, as long as you're up for it, if you're feeling up for it, we can do that. Dude, I am if, so if they completely. They may just want you to feel pain. They may just be like, nope. No Novocaine this time. Get ready for pain. That could only mean one thing. It's time for viewer mail. Viewer mail. This is where we reach into the Twitter bag. Uh, We reach into the Insta cart. Instagram cart, whatever it is, something, or something. Uh, anywhere really. How how do people reach us? By the way, there's a few ways you can. If you want to email us directly, you can do that. At Email. What's that? Oh, that's that old device. Uh, listener at lightersideofdark.com. You can email us that way. If you find us on Facebook through Meta, whatever that. I don't even. I still don't know what to call it. That thing. You can type lighter side of dark. You could type LSD podcast. Um, you can find our page that way. Like us, 
and you can message us there. That's kind of a direct and easy way to get a hold of us. Several of these are tweets. A couple of these yeah, are. Yeah, you can tweet us lighter side dark. Here, 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 here comes the first one. Let's start off with a positive one, shall we? Sure, yeah, yeah. This is from Butternutter1206. You want to bet this guy or this girl who's born on December 6th? You want to bet? I love when people have numbers in there. It's like, they're like, we don't know. Yeah, I know. It was cool 30 years ago, and then you realize, oh, everyone does that. Well, it's kind of like the people at the airport who put the uh, red ribbon around the handle of their suitcase. Have you ever counted the number of suitcases that come out with a red ribbon it's on gotta, it? It's got to be it's a different 90%. color. It's 90%. I get the idea. It's bright. Choose a different bright color. Any other shade. And that's, I mean, that's what I would do, because you're right. It's, it's I, have a, I have one that I found at, of all places, uh, the, the Dollar Tree, you know, where Paulie and Robbie went. Dollar um, Tree's a good place. And it says, it says, nacho bag. Paid a dollar. Stick, yeah. stick, stick, stick it right on the side. Nacho bag. Nacho bag. Don't touch. Nacho <clears throat> bag. This is from Butternutter1206. You guys are absolutely wasting everybody's time with this podcast. I know I will never listen again. As Polly and Robbie would say, thanks for nothing. Oh, Thank boy. you, Butternutter1206, for opening up this week's viewer mail. <laughs> with, with, we're wasting. Let us know how you're really feeling. <laughs> this is such a brutal. It's so. The internet has opened up such a floodgate of hatred and vitriol. I think in the future, everybody who comments, who sends emails, they should have, have a big picture of their face. With a like a human profile attached, yeah. and their home address, home address, and their home, while they're home, when they go to sleep, and where their kids go to school. <laughs> All right, uh, it's just easy to be mean. I yeah. guess. Yeah, and um, now they did. I get it. But they did on. back in uh, 2016, mm-hmm. uh, or as we like to think of it, the uh, the 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 year the Earth stood still when Trump got elected. Um, there was a law that a uh, bill that was sent before Congress. And it was the um, Internet Social Media Liable Bill. Yes. Where you could literally sue someone for putting something up on the Internet about you that was incorrect. Gotcha. Now, liable and uh, defamation, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's kind of always reminds me of People versus Larry Flint, where Larry Flint's attorney, uh, uh, Eisenberg or whatever his name was, he, he looks at you know Jerry Falwell and goes, uh, do you think it's reasonable to assume that you had sex with your mother in and, and an outhouse? No, absolutely not. There's absolutely no possible way anyone could believe that. He goes, good. You just dismissed your own libel claim because it has to be believable. So thank you very much for that. Yeah. But I, I, that I, I don't know why. I think it had to have been somebody like Zuckerberg or somebody like, I don't know, Tom from MySpace who got together with a bunch of lobbyists, decided that, yeah, let's make sure that people can just constantly verbally abuse people where they would never say in real life. I think, and I think that's the the problem with the anonymity is people feel, it's almost like thoughts and things that you wish you could say but think or maybe become actual posted thoughts because they feel like, yeah, no one will tie this to me. I heard somebody tell me one time, never put anything on the internet you wouldn't want said, you wouldn't say to your grandmother on Easter. I, at Easter honestly, Denver. I believe that now. I, I we, we are at that point because people, no matter what, can go back and find something from 10 years ago and try to 
you know, if it's a politically motivated. If, Dude, shit, you can find something I said 10 days ago. I know. But, but like, I'm, I'm confrontational to a fault. If I see an issue, I'd rather just deal with it and get it out in the right. open and get it worked with. I got a question for you. This one, this one we could put out to our listener as well. Yeah, sure. Let's say I'm going to talk complete. You took hypothetical in college, didn't you? <laughs> I like hypothetical. Did you pass? Um, hypothetically? Uh, you know, hypothetically. Uh, hypothetically, you might have passed. Let's just say... Um, you and a friend. This is assuming that you could have a friend. Have a friend. Okay. Tall hurdle, but let's pretend I clear that you one. Have, you have a hypothetical friend, too. Hypothetical friend. So let's say you and your friend make plans to go to, um, I'm doing air quotes here, dinner. Okay. Okay? And you guys are going, we're going to dinner on uh, July the 22nd at 7 p.m. at uh, Ruth's Chris. Mm. No fancy which I, dinner. Which I think is a fucked up name for a restaurant because it should be Ruth Christ's. I always thought the same. I was like, what? So it's called Ruth's Chris, whatever. Yeah, stop stupid. Why so, would that confusing place? Let's say, hypothetically, you and this hypothetical friend, we'll call him uh, <clears throat> Bob. Okay. You and Bob go on dinner. Bob sends you a text message and says, John wants to come. How do you react? So Bob is sending me a text message. And, and, and it says, and I quote, John wants to come. I'm going to preface. I didn't say, can I ask John if he wants to come along? Right. That, or John called mm. and would like to join us. Is that okay? He just said, yeah. John wants to come. Right. Well, what you just said is kind of would, would be my thought. Is It, it seems a little bit... Not necessarily demanding from, it's kind of shoot the messenger, but it's an entitled message. John wants to come. Like, it's a, it's a strange... I want to clarify. John is not a stranger to both parties. Sure, sure, sure. He's known by both. It's more, I think it's more the approach, and it could be... I found sometimes with texts or emails, it, it can be... Some people don't realize how things are construed or how they come off sometimes. So, I always give a benefit of the doubt, but I would probably be like... At this point, asking questions like, oh, "Oh, like, so how did that come about? Like, what? John wants to come. What do you mean? Like, it because because of that, like, it's almost like a, hey, John wants to come. It's very direct, which nothing wrong with being direct, but courtesy courtesy like, would dictate a question. I just a, feel a like it, if it was a question, yeah, it, courtesy it, 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 should be a, more of a question. Hey, I saw, I saw that on Facebook. Somebody put a post up about that. I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking, you know what? Yeah, if the guy didn't say, hey, do you mind if John comes along? Or, hey, John intimated, mm. I told him we were going up to dinner Saturday night, and he would like to come. Is that okay? He's okay for... I think the person would have said, yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. Right. But it seemed like... it's the. I think it's the approach and, and that almost like a presumption. There's and, a little presumptuousness. And, and, the, and the, the person who put the post on Facebook, I know them extremely well, mm. they are guilty of... Um, are you getting violent? You hit you I really, the studio I up now, Paul? Are you angry? Can't control um, myself. Your wife didn't laugh at one of your jokes? <laughs> so... I think the thing is, is the the guy on Facebook didn't want to lead the witness. I think he just put it out there just as basic as he could instead of letting right. the Facebook users know yeah. how he felt uh, about it. I, I see. I think I see what you're saying. Like kind of as a neutral, John wants to come. Let me get like, and then the, then the thought is, let me get your opinion on that. But that's why, especially when it comes to text or, or written or sent messages, and and you have to know the person sending it to. Are they social? 
Is it something they are saying excitedly? Like, oh, John wants to come. You know, everybody's so different that it helps to know the personality. If you know that it's just someone kind of passing the buck. See, I the way I read it was like somebody's just basically horning somebody in. Yeah, inviting themselves. Originally invited. That's how, that's how it strikes me as well. Okay. Um, personally. Oh, while, while we're on the uh, subject, uh, you got any plans on Monday night? On Monday night? Might. Just might. Have four tickets to Monday Night Raw. Oh, really? I, I don't... I don't think I I don't think I do. I have the so, wedding. So would your Tuesday. mom would your mom let you go? <laughs> my mom, I'm sure my mom would let me go. <laughs> okay. So let's I, let I, I may I may have okay. us, I may have us tickets to Raw on Monday. Okay. My good friend, Mouth of the South Jimmy Hart may come. Oh baby. All right, Rob, I'll tell you what, baby, just give me a call. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, the hoaxer's gonna be running wild on you, baby. I'm, I'm, sure, he's a, I'm sure he's a lot more subdued these days. But Dude, I'm telling you, I did you, grow up on not. Jimmy Hart. He's absolutely is he, not. Is he? he he could flip a switch and be in character in a matter of seconds. I guess. And that is his personality. That is, yeah, it's just dialed up a little bit. He just knows when to turn the volume up to be the colonel. And I am, uh, I am really, really pushing. I got to get one of his yeah. jackets. When he dies, I get one of his jackets. Awesome. I told him, I don't give a fuck which one. Yeah. No he, matter what, it's cool that you kind of have like a, a professional and a little bit of a personal relationship with him because he's such a connection to personally, what a great yeah, era of wrestling. I, I decided to look up on images, yeah. Jimmy Hart's the jackets. And oh my God, there are so many. But I, you, know, could you, imagine? One, you know which one I want? The, the one with the big hearts on it. Honky Tonk Man. Got to be Honky Tonk. Because I'm, I'm in the DJ business. I would love the Honky Tonk Man. Jack. And he, and he, you know, and Jimmy was a, is a musician. He wrote Honky Tonk's theme song. Some people yep. don't realize he, he's a great musician. Dude, he was in a. He group. wrote uh, the Heartbreak Kids song. I think he wrote Sexy Boy. Pretty sure he wrote that. Um, I'm actually going to. He's a very talented play. musician. And uh, and he is iconic in terms of a manager, but he's a great. Did he write this? He's in this group. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. He writes very catchy licks and, and riffs. From, I believe, 1967 or 68, it's the group is called The Gentries. The Gentries. This it's is called a, Keep On Dancing. Everyone's heard this song. Even if it's commercialized, like in a, in a commercial, I absolutely know people have heard that. And, I mean, even just thinking of the, the beginning, the opening riff of the Honky Tonk Man song, it's so catchy. It's such a great bluesy... He's just a great musician, so, so anyway, I, I got off I, on a tangent, but... but. Here, here's hoping that the Mount South Jimmy yeah. Hart gets his tickets to see Raw. Either way, it's a cool thing. I, and Raw is not the place where one of my favorite wrestlers is on. He's on SmackDown, which is in Orlando this Friday. But uh, I'm a huge L.A. Knight fan. Mm. Yeah. I've heard... I, I'm, it's interesting. Well, let me talk to you. <laughs> I haven't watched any of the modern wrestling. Oh, you got to start, Paul. You gotta I, start. I, I keep up from a distance. I know names. I just don't know... So I've heard him being compared to or being accused of the like, Rock. Yeah, is that? What are your thoughts no, on? No, because I, I, I don't. I, I haven't seen if, him yet. If, if you if you're saying that L.A. and I Knight, saw the Rock in his prime. So if you if you're saying that L.A. Knight is copying off the Rock, then you say every wrestler before the Rock, the Rock copied off of them. Look at Hogan. And since then, you know, every wrestler has copied off the Rock Flair. because it's it's call and response with the Rock. Right. And call and response has become so massive in 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 WWE yeah. in, in wrestling in general they learned from his abilities when Cody Rhodes comes out the American Nightmare the crowd hits that note in his song sky high loud and he's like right on time and and, and Seth Rollins has a theme song right now that the crowd sings 
and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not over uh, estimating this. They sing his song for three minutes. It's fast. I love it. Into every one of his matches, and yeah. in the middle of the of the match, he'll do a big move on somebody, and he'll just look at the crowd and go like this with his hands, like he's conducting, and the crowd starts singing his song. I, I think one of the things that uh, you have to, if you if you've not, I know you've watched wrestling and have and do watch it, but if you haven't watched it, it's basically in person. It's great because it's theater. Yeah. That's why all the movements are so exaggerated. It's the adult television. male soap opera. Yes. Is what it is. But it's also, everything's exaggerated because in person, that's what they're trying to sell. They're selling to the live crowd. So in person, having been to, I, I was, I've been to a Raw and a Nitro in Gainesville back in the, back in the heyday. And um, I just could tell from our seats, like, they're performing for us. Yeah. That's why The Rock got up on the turnbuckle and his eye, like... He's he's because you could see it from yeah, the, the nosebleeds, the people's eyebrows, the, everything being so exaggerated. The, the, even the elbow, you know, he conducts that. Everything yeah, LA, is so LA exaggerated. Night, LA for night the, is so good because he comes exactly. Let me talk to you, and the crowd starts. Yeah, he goes. You know, they love and, that. And he goes, yeah, like this, this, this big, yeah. But then at the end, he'll go because these are the three greatest words in the WWE, and he points to the crowd. L A night, and I mean they got this down. Yeah. So uh, so I I would highly recommend. That you DVR, like the next. I have Peacock, so I can watch any of it. Done, uh, uh, but if if you have the ability, you know DVR three episodes where you can fast forward through all the bullshit. I can do that. I can watch an entire uh, Raw in an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, no Peacock, I could skip it. It's yeah. it's no ads. And once you watch three episodes, yeah, you're at it. I yeah, I believe it. I just haven't dedicated any time to it, but I I, I appreciate what they're doing. All right, the next one is from uh, f- uh, Fly. I thought this was Fly Guy. It's actually F L A G I Y. Oh, Florida Guy. 2112. So I thought he was cool, but he's actually just Florida Man. Yeah. Oh, well. But 2112, got to be a Rush fan. Maybe. Hopefully. Or he was born on. That, or he thinks that's when the world's going to end. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 2112. Uh, so it's Florida Guy, uh, 2112. Damn, Florida Man is a hard game. I am probably worse than both of you, though I am more in line with Solio than Smith. Hopefully you get out before you run out of cards and have to start all over again. It'll be so long, you probably won't remember. I, yeah, I have a, an email about it, too. I am looking at our stack of, of cards, and it is getting low. I, I am confident, because all it takes is, like, boom, boom. Yeah. And it's happened. Before. Me, I could be out today. You could be out today. You could be out if you get today and next week. You could be out next week. I actually have one. I have a couple of e- emails here. Ooh, it was, it was on a similar topic. Hey, guys, I noticed you're still in jail. Yeah, thanks. Have you noticed? Someone has to get out eventually, right? I'm not so sure. Um, so what happens if or when one of you gets out? What is your next torture device? I think they're asking, what, is, what are we doing for the next... Because we have, we, we, in the first season, we did uh, Real Don or Fake Don. Right. That was kind of the game. Then and, we did the religion thing. Right. We did the made-up, uh, uh, you know, religion, uh, factor fiction. Factor whatever, fiction. Whatever, whatever, the, hell, whatever uh, the hell that was called. We also did fake news stories one season. Might have been season three. Oh. Where we where I read you a news story. Kind of like created our yeah. own version of what ended up Yeah, we, did, we didn't realize we had done that. I know. Um, yeah, so, so um, I do have a book 
by Mr. Dave Barry, one of the most famous Floridians. Yes, I think he was starting to show this to me. You picked, this might have been another uh, thrift store find, which is always these treasures, whether it's estate sales or, or Yeah, this was stores. an estate sale. Painted, I think I paid a dollar. Yeah. Yeah, best state ever. Ah, uh, Florida. Florida. Florida man defends his homeland. I didn't realize Dave Barry was from the yes. FL. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to pick, I'll, I'll just open a, a page at random here. And uh, let's see here. Oh, this is about the Florida manatee. Uh, it says, uh, the manatee is a largish animal, but unlike the jungle cruise hippo, it does not attack your boat. <laughs> Mainly what manatees do, in my experience, is eat and fart. They are adolescent boys of the marine world. Still, this manatee, like the mullet, is real and is definitely the highlight of a wilderness cruise. We turn around and head back to the dock, having spent a total of 20 minutes in the wilderness, completely isolated from any trace of civilization except when we pass the canoe and kayak rental concession. From a wilderness cruise, I head to the main attraction of Wiki the Newton Perry Underwater Mermaid Theater. It's about five minutes from here, mm. by the way. Yes, we can yeah. watch you. So, uh, yeah, we will plan on... Uh, yeah, there's actually a picture of it right there. So we'll we'll, we'll read some anecdotes from uh, Dave Barry's book. We'll keep the Florida Man thing alive as long as we can. Sure. So, yeah, we are... I think Florida Man has been our most popular segment, if I had to pick one. Probably. Certainly Never. been our, our most... Uh, Rushmore's been the longest running. Yes. Until we run out. Hey, we'll have someday. <laughs> our 100th episode, we did our, our top four Mount Rushmores. Yeah, it was very meta. Yeah. Uh, inception. All right. Here's one. Uh, old Timers with a Z. Oh, boy. Retired with a Y. Why do, I mean, God. do people misspell just to be cool? I or, think he forgot. Or, or old timers retired was already taken. I think he's an old timer and he forgot that he's tr- he's trying to be cool. Caps lock is on. Oh, definitely oh, an old person yelling at you, huh? Uh, says uh, congrats to both of you for reaching the fifteen thousand oh. listener plateau. Oh, so it's a Thank nice you. tweet. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, hopefully iHeart Radio is not far away. Great show. Milk onto Aunt Payne. Wow. Thank, thank you, you. old timer. Thank you, old timer guy. Retired with a I thought I was ready. I was ready. That's like that stripper we had in uh, New Orleans. Diamond with a Y. Diamond with a Y. Do you, you had cinnamon with an S, if cinnamon. I correct. Yeah. Now, uh, I have one that will bring us back to earth. Hey, when are you bringing Ira back on the show? <laughs> he has more. Is it from Ira? I think it is. He has more personality than the two of you combined, so I think they just wanted to get in a shot at us, but that's fine. Well, maybe maybe fantasy football. Uh, and Ira's mother. Because Ira's in the league as well, is he not? Yes, he is. So, and I, I have and to... And he uh, is pissed off that you haven't named your team I yet. see that. He's pissed off I haven't cut my roster either, so I'll take care of that. I didn't yeah. I didn't realize that. I want midnight on the 30th. Right. But, I, but I'll, I'll let it go so they can start... Uh, what is it, 20 tops? 20 with Keeping one quarterback. 20. One quarterback. quarterback and any other combination. And that's including of the that's within the twenty, right? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So so nineteen players plus a quarterback. All right. We'll have our because now we can have sort of the who are, who are your quarterbacks? Lighter. So I have the Cincinnati Burrow. and the yeah, New York you're Giants. Keep him. I'll keep Burrow as much as I I do like Daniel Jones, but eh, fantasy I'll take Burrow. Yeah. If you want to win. Yeah. Right. I do. Um, here's one from. Oh, this is confusing. Oh, that sounds like all of them. O T H on um, on of of Dodge 
F one fifty. OTH Dodge. Okay, so it's a it's a car thing. What's because a- isn't Ford F one fifty? Ford is F one fifty. Right, Ford F one fifty. So Dodge. What's ODH? OTH. OTH. Uh, it has to be an abbreviation for something. On the heroin. Well, we are in Florida, so it's valid. Okay. On the on the meth doesn't fit, so it could be on there. Uh, OTH over Dodge the hill. Oh, over the hill Dodge. It's not, it's, okay, I have no idea. So Dodge F one fifty OTH. Um. Uh, by the way, haven't had a chance to write you oh. until now. The Kevin Spacey interview was <laughs> epic. Nice work. Pronounce your name properly. Saleo. S O L A Y O H. So he's telling you you're right. you've been mispronouncing your name wrong all these years. The it's not is, Soleo, it's we, Soleo. We don't even really know that that's our real name because on the boat when we came over, uh, they really didn't care. They would whatever you told them, they would just scribble what they thought they heard because my ancestors spoke Italian. Hey, Rose on the Titanic changed her name to Dawson. Nobody give a fuck. Right. So he probably is the solo. Okay, whatever you think. And they, so we think that it's probably. You were trying to oppress, oppress a chick. Hey, wow, Italian last name is yeah. Soleil. So no, so I, I know it seems odd because people have said that most people guess Soleil, and I would I would probably guess that too. So it's weird that that's how it's pronounced. But I just think it's cool. Tell everybody what kind of car you drive. The Kia. What oh, it's a Kia Soul. I know the Soul. It's I do kind of like that. You ought to get an, a marker and just put an E and an O at the end. I thought about it, but then I'm like, God, do I want people to know it? Yeah, because that would involve effort. Yeah. What's but that? anyway, yeah, this guy was praising you on your Kevin Spacey interview. And well, those you, those of you that did not uh, hear that, it uh, was the B, it was episode... Was that last season, I think? Uh, one of eight? Yeah, season B, episode uh, one of season eight? I think so. I think it was. Dude, that was classic. I was sick that day, and you just fucking nailed it. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you guys... You got any more? If not, I got one more. Uh, no, that was... The, the, oh, okay. Those. Um, God's really my dog. Oh, okay. All right, he's using the Great whole... name. Yeah. God's, God's really God. my dog. A few funk bands were left off. Examples given. Oh, sure. Sly and the Family Stone. Prince... Yeah, and cool in the gang. Come on, fellas, get with it. Well, God's well we're not re- there yet. Yeah, God's really my dog. You might be a little premature, which I understand yeah. happens to men your age. We're not done yet. And I think I've bag. said a few times. I know I'm saving cool in the gang for you. I want to let you talk about them and Prince, obviously. Well, the thing Those is, are two I, of your favorites. I, again, Prince. I've always considered him. He can a, play anything. A but, pop star. Yeah, but he can play funk. So. I mean, yeah, I mean he's he's had and he's classified with, with in the funk, funk with funk in the he, title. He definitely comes up in a search. But I think for one funk. of the reasons why I've avoided Prince up until this point is because I know we're probably going to get you know viewer mail. I'm going to file this, by the way. <laughs> um, we're, you know, we always I've never been shy talking about Prince on our podcast. Sure, he's well, you're a big you're a big fan. You, you can look here and see there's three. Pieces of Prince memorabilia yeah. right here in the uh, in the studio, and it's fun to talk about artists that you're really familiar with because you can go in so many directions with it, and you know a lot about them. I could I could literally do twenty five minutes of just Prince funk songs. Oh, I'm that, sure you could. That I bet a lot of people never never heard. heard but he has I would I would guess most of his music people have never heard because they don't know how prolific a writer he is. He did an album called One Eight Hundred New Funk, and. Again, no songs charted from it. No, he didn't as, care. But as a Prince fan, I'm there. Right. 
That, I would I would guess those are the projects he loved the most. The non-commercial. I'm in a mood to do funk, so I'm gonna make this album funky. Like he would just. I feel like he would do that. He would get in a mood, get a wild hair, want to do like he. I know he was so weird, but you, to uh, be that level, eclectic. Yeah, that's what. That's when you're rich and weird. You're eclectic. Um, but for sure, I think um, he's so fascinating to me. He's he's just an interesting character. So I always like those tidbits about about those those mad geniuses. Uh, Dave Anthony is waving frantically Frank at us from the studio. Is he gasping for air? Hey, gang. Poison Do you know what time it is? I don't. It's time for the Florida Man Game Show. Oh, goody. Brought to you by Game Show Party, right here in the Tampa Bay area. Florida is famous for its crazy Florida right. Man headlines. I'm rooting for you today. With all the crazy stuff. Yeah, I could, I could get Florida out of Florida Man Jail well, today. We have a shot. And, uh, but I'm going to see if I can sentence. get you there. I'm going to get you there. I, I'm sorry, Dave, had to cut you off. We're sorry, coming Dave. up on a hard break there, Dave. Paul, are you ready? He gets paid either way. Are you yes. ready to get down to get down. to two days in jail if you get this right? I'm hopeful. And and right now, I'm sending out a positive vibe. I just farted. Oh. All right, here we go. Mm. Ooh, this is about a woman, Paul, and I know you like them. I do. Uh, is your wife a Florida woman? She, legitimately she born and raised? Legit born and raised. A Florida cracker. Are you she, serious? She's a Florida cracker. Check that out. I, I didn't know. think there was any. I mean, looks... you know, Jesse, my oldest son, he's a Florida cracker. Yeah. He's only like three people I she's know. A, she's a local. All right, here we go. A Florida woman, not to be confused with Paul's cracker wife, a Florida woman pulled over for DUI tries to bet cops on how high her blood alcohol level would be. Oh, God. Florida woman. What are you doing? A Florida woman pulled over for DUI tries to bet cops on how high her blood alcohol level so Certainly plausible. People say really stupid shit when they're drunk. Uh, so hey, it's today in FLA News, uh, your, your second seg- mm. section here, Paul. Florida man attempts to sell stolen vehicle back to the owner he stole it from. <laughs> Florida man attempts to sell stolen vehicle back okay. to the owner. He stole it. From. I let you get it back for thirty five hundred. Okay. This man taking no less than forty five hundred. Yeah. You man. stole it. This I man, know, man, but I got like you know that was expenses involved. I know the worth. I got enough value that here. That hammer I busted the window with that came from Harbor Freight. That's a high quality. I checked the blue book. All right, and your third option: Florida man hit his mom in the head. With a corn cob, according to police report. Florida man hit his mom in the head with a corn cob, according to the police report. Now, I want to give you a heads up here. Last week, uh-huh. I had a chance to get out of jail, and I picked the one where the guy threw a Pop-Tart at his wife, and that fucking thing turned out to be true. That's true. So, hitting your lovely spouse, male or female, doesn't matter, with some type of food seems to be a common occurrence in flaw. It's plausible. It's certainly plausible. Now, I'm going to I'm going to try to coerce you here. Yes. Now, I could be fucking with you just to add one more day onto your jail sentence. Yes, you probably. You known me over a decade. Yes. You know I'm capable of this type of, of mischievous course. behavior. Yes. A Florida woman pulled over for DUI tries to bet cops on how high her blood alcohol level would be. Florida man attempts to sell stolen vehicle back to owner he stole it from. Or a Florida man hits his mom in the head 
with a corn cob, according to police report. According to I'm police telling report. you right now, the one that you should be focused on mm -hmm. is the man who attempts to st sell a stolen vehicle back to his owner. Well, I can tell you, dude, that could, that there there hasn't been a more stupid one recently than this one. So this is the fake one. You need to hone in on that. The the only reason I'm going to go that was the one I was going to pick. So I'm, I I know you would try to psych me out regardless, but no, I was going to go no, with no, my no, no, own no. instinct. I, I'm appalled, and you're appalled. But I'm am. appalled that you would think that I would. So am I really trying to I get think you to pick you, this one because well, I legitimately care about you, or I just want to hear that toilet flush? Well, probably you want to hear. It. I know you want to hear the toilet flush, but I because I was going to pick it, I'm going to go with it because I that you know I that's the one that is in my heart um, because it, it's they're all they're all really plausible. It's not one where I can be like you know. Um, so I'm going to go with the, the the car being the fake one. How many times have I told you, Paul, when somebody hits somebody with something mm -hmm. and it's food, it's normally real. You right. are correct. You are now three days off of jail. You're back to two days. You might be getting out next week. You're well, welcome. Thank you. You're I, welcome. I do appreciate it. You're welcome. Now, the good news is you could be out as soon as today. As soon as today. <laughs> if I can find where I put the damn thing. All right. So here we go. Okay. Going around, shaking the hands of all the guards That's in the right. prison. Trying to grease those palms early. Make sure you get a smooth exit here. Here we go. This is for release from Florida Man Prison. A. Florida Man attempts robbery dressed as Darth Vader, thwarted by clerk with ranch dressing. Florida Man attempts robbery dressed as Darth Vader, thwarted by clerk with ranch dressing. Very specific. B. Florida Man robs deli with cucumber fashioned to look like a gun, says his dog told him to do it. So there's that. <laughs> it's a lot. Florida Man robs Deli with a cucumber fashioned to look like a gun. And then he said his dog told him to do it. So that's B. Or C. Florida Woman getting in on the act. Florida Woman starts brawl over cheese on garlic knots. Florida Woman starts brawl over cheese on garlic knots. It doesn't elaborate whether it was she was pro or con. Um, I'll read those three one more time. This is, again, for release from the Florida Man Jail. Florida Man attempts robbery dressed as Darth Vader, thwarted by clerk with ranch dressing. Florida Man robs deli with cucumber, fashioned to look like a gun, says his dog told him to do it. Florida Woman starts brawl over cheese on garlic knots. One, one a little more straightforward. The other's kind of ridiculous. We are getting... Putting on a little think music here. 
this is our version of Jeopardy when we need to move. So, Darth Vader, thwarted by range dressing. Rob Deli cucumber like a gun, says a dog told him to do it. Woman starts a brawl over cheese on garlic knots. Okay. Has your spirit guided you to the... For five seasons, over 60 episodes, even our listeners are saying this is the hardest game. And you know, it's 30, 33% chance of getting it right, and we were really punishing ourselves uh, early on. It was one forward, one back, so we had trouble. We clawed our way. And now you are on the precipice. The Florida woman starting a brawl over cheese, pro or con, I, I, I'm going to go that one's real. Mm-hmm. The other two involve robberies. They're both kind of weird. One's insane and one's insaner. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. I, I would agree with that. So the, the more insane, the more the pendulum swings that way normally in Florida man. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with, and I'm going to tell you why. I think the ranch dressing is the giveaway. Okay. If it would have said that a guy robbed a store in a Darth Vader costume and was thwarted by clerk hitting him in the head with salad dressing, that sounds believable. Okay. The ranch part okay. sounds a little too eerily specific. And yes, Regis, that is my final answer. Okay. The correct answer is... Florida man robs deli with cucumber fashioned to look like gun. It says his dog told him to do it. But Darth Vader and ranch dressing are just about as ridiculous. So nice. We're still. What are we at? Three days now? No, we're both at three days now. Okay. I went up one. So we you still went down, have you went a down chance. Three. We still have a chance to get out next week. Maybe we'll. Oh my God! What if we both got out? I never thought that was possible. We uh, get out at the same time. That would be. You that know, would be, I never. I didn't think it would. You know what would be really alive. interesting about that? If you and I legitimately got out of prison the same day, we'd be back in prison the next morning. Probably because we'd immediately go somewhere to get food and then get in trouble. Probably. I try to rob the place with a cucumber. Yeah. Fashioned to the shape of a gun. Blame it on the dog. Because you and your fucking dog told me to do it. Just blame it on the dog. You, you know what, ladies and gentlemen? I've been trying my best to get out of here but we're going to take a break we'll be back with segment two right after this i'm going to lick my wounds because if i could lick my balls i'd never leave the house everyone, this is Solio from the Lighter Side of Dark, and I want to talk about my favorite bakery in the whole world, Cuppy Cakes. If you live in the greater Tampa Bay area and you have a special event coming up, a wedding, birthday, getting off probation, I want you to give them a call, go to their website, check out their work. It is impeccable. They've been around since 2011, and they make the most incredible custom cakes you'll ever see www.ourcuppycakes.com or you can find them on Pinterest, Instagram, or Facebook. 
Check them out today. I promise you won't be disappointed. Cuppy Cakes, where life is sweet. Well, it came up in conversation the other day. We were talking about our favorite game shows from back in the day. Well, guess what? You can have your own game show right now. Not only the comfort of your own home, but for a social event and gathering. Hey, everybody, it's Rob Smith with the LSD Podcast here to talk to you about Game Show Party. Real, live, TV-style game shows brought to you where you get to be the contestant. All your favorite game shows like Family Feud, Pyramid, The Dating Game, The Really Wed Game, Match Game, and Jeopardy. All of those are available. All you have to do is go to the website, gameshowparty.com. There's videos, pictures you can look at. Maybe you want to use Game Show for a fundraiser, just a private party at home, or what a fantastic way to get everybody at your company together for some morale boost and team building. So again, you can call 727-531-8880. Visit the website at gameshowparty.com for more information. I've seen these guys in action. It's an absolute blast. So give them a call, 727-531-8880. What's the wrong thing to do? Something that arms someone else. And what do you have the right to do? Anything that does not arm someone else. How should you not treat people? How you would not want them to treat you. How should you treat people? How you would want them to treat you. If someone is harming you, what do you have the right to do? Defend myself. If you see someone else being harmed, what should you do? Defend the person being harmed. What are you here to do? Learn and grow. What else are you here to do? Live free. Who's in control of your actions? I am. How do you exist in unity consciousness? So I think, so I feel, and so I act. All right, we are back with uh, our next segment. Welcome back. And now to the second segment of the show, where our hosts feature their vast musical knowledge. Hey, you know, he only gets paid like royalties, you know, so... Got to hear the dulcet tones as often mm-hmm. as possible. Hey, uh, this week in our second second segment, the music segment, uh, we of course have uh, Funk You, the funky mix. Funk You! Right now. We All right, it is uh, Funk You and my group for this week. I talked about them last week uh, with a little bit of a teaser. Another name for my uh, older sibling's penis, Brothers Johnson. My Brothers Johnson. song that is playing in uh, semi-pro that Will Ferrell is driving the Cadillac down the street in Flint, Michigan. Sometimes the right soundtrack is makes it. The Brothers Johnson, uh, without a doubt, uh, that wasn't their biggest hit, though. Mm. I think this song charted Imagine right. taking the bass line out of this song. Right. It's a little bit, it's not, I, I, I would agree that it's not so much a funk song, but it, it's just a little toned down, that's all. It's, it's just, there's different shades of just a, close to a ballad as you're going to get out of a funk band. I'm telling you. 
Now this is a song most people would know. And you, and you can hear where Rod Stewart ripped off uh, that, that riff right there for... No, are you saying sometimes people in music steal Get stuff out of other here. artists? No. This is Brothers Johnson, Strawberry Letter. Number 43. 23. 23. I knew it was a three. That's going to be my new uh, Hello, call my sign on Twitter. Strawberry Letter 43. <laughs> He had a lot of writing to do. He's got 20 more letters. What was, what was the name of that group that we had came up on Florida Man? Was it like a like a gang of some sort? Something in the New Kings of Mojo or something? The New Kings of that, that sounds legit. Is that like a biker gang? Brothers Johnson, Strawberry Letter 23, and another song they had a hit with. I first time ever seeing this song, hearing this song was on a Saturday morning, Soul Train doing the Soul Train dance to this song. You definitely hear that. So uh, BJ's, the Brothers Johnson, would be my funk group for the week. The, uh, the songs that you just heard, get funk out of a face. Get I'll be good to you, Strawberry. Letter 23, followed by Stomp. I think that's a pretty good uh, entry into the uh, the, the, oh. the funk you segment. Definitely, definitely. I like the Brothers Johnson very... This song is Caucasian Dance Approved. So who are you uh, funking it up with All this right, week? All right, so Elliot? I'm going to funk it up with the Bar Kays. Oh, great group. Been around since the 60s now. I uh, have a few songs that... They have a few songs that charted in the, uh, your soul finger. A few things that charted in the 60s, but they're still... Still must be going in some iteration, because it says since 1960. Another great use of a horn section. Yeah, this is and this is probably like really when they were just ramping up and starting to become popular to use again before they started killing them off. How many people would think the bar kids were from the disco era? They really started. You can hear it there the, with the wah wah. So I would assume this is well, this is son of Shaft, so of course it's gonna have the wah wah pedal. Hey, they say that man Shaft is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Shaft. Another uh, charting single they had, Boogie Bodyland. Oh, yeah. They were a cameo before cameo. This is 1980, so you're right. Uh, this was just kind of right before a few, maybe four or five years before cameo hit a big. 
I guess That's I wonder who they influ were influenced by. But that this has that 80s funk sound. They still have the horns because it's only 1980. They didn't learn that you can't have horns apparently anymore. But that face is definitely in there. Barcase. The Barcase, baby. I ended up finding uh, a Barcase cassette at a used music store back in the uh, late 80s. Mm -hmm. I wore that son of a bitch out my cassette player. I yeah. really did. What there's, a great group. There's a lot of great funk out there that I, I know people probably don't even hear. You could put on any great funk band and it's, it's like good any music you just well we've, start we've only got four episodes left we got uh, this episode which is uh, episode 114 114 yeah. on your digital dial uh then we got 15 16 and 17 so we only got uh, three more episodes of uh, this season before we'll take our break we'll probably take a break over uh, labor day weekend and uh the month of september which is which is a good month for me to take a break because it is uh, mine and my wife's anniversary. It'll be seventeen years, by the wow. way, in a row. That's the most impressive yeah. part, if I if I may say. And so. you know what? I mean, not I'd say eleven of them been pretty decent. None of them really in a row. So it's like a couple of years, and then a bad year. I always think about my marriage as kind of like my school pictures growing up. Mm. Some years there's the the fat year. Some years there's the skinny year. Mm -hmm. That's so, it. There's awkward stages. Marriages have and, skinny years and fat years. They certainly do. Yeah, it's how life is. Ups and downs, and it's it's a lot of work to deal with everyone. I, you know, I'm crazy and I'm pain in the ass. Someone else is crazy and a pain in the ass. That's going to be some conflict once in a while. Yet we have found women to somehow love us and be willing to be our beneficiaries I, should we die. I am thankful for that. The last I, I had an insurance man look at me and go, um, "How much money do you want your 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 wife and her new husband to spend with me after you're dead?" God, that was classic. Pretty funny, I guess. Yeah. State Farm, you're in good hands with Allstate. Morbid humor, um, I like it. Yeah, because we are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, gone, bum, gone, bum, gone, 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 gone. Time to talk sex. Thank you, GM George Michael. GM. Um, yeah, our sexy song segment essentially got started when you and I were talking about uh, makeout songs. Like if we had a, a CD or in this case a playlist or an iPod, as if that's very 2012 of us. Um, I would say, yeah, songs that you're going to make out to. You, you got your girl, you got your guy. I don't care who you're having sex with. I don't read the Bible. What songs are you going to put on, you're going to score with? This is a twofer for me because I have used this song in another segment uh, a couple couple seasons ago. Okay. In the remake, or not to remake. Okay. All right. And so. I prefer the remake. All right. This is the remake. Samantha Sang classic, Emotion. 
and shove that leads to your No, seriously, reach over here and feel. Never see me. Oh, wow. That's right. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> you have small hands. Uh, yes. yes. Everything feels big now. Right? Yes. Yeah, so um, the first time I the, obviously heard the song was the original Samantha Sang. Right. Uh, 1977, I'm thinking. Very clearly written by the Bee Gees. Yeah. You recognize that harmony anywhere. Yes. With, without a uh, D-O-U-B-T, without a doubt. The Bee Gees were the ones that made it uh, famous. It's their sound, for sure. But on um, Saturday Night Live, the Destiny's Child was the musical guest on Saturday Night Live. Oh, do they sing this as one of their... Yes. Really? And they sang it a cappella nice. on stage with just a guitar player. Okay. And you know how big of a Beyonce fan I am, just purely on looks. Sure. I could I could watch that woman read the Albuquerque phone book, and I would go... Not that specific, but sure, yeah. And but because I mean, you you've picked out a, 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 a it wasn't a Kelly Rowland song. It was the other member? Of it, it was actually. It, oh, it was a Ke- Kelly. Yeah, Rowland it was a uh, motivation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, yeah, so I, defi- I definitely thoroughly enjoy. So Kelly's appearing on this uh, list twice, and Beyonce is now making it. Yes, and uh, yeah, it's so, a it's a good version. It it really shows off their true talent. You know, I I almost wish I they did some more of that. I like that. You know, there, there's some runs in it, but they, they do stay pretty true to the harmony that, the, that the, again, Samantha sang as the artist, but the Bee Gees laid down the, 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 the song. And they really do it justice, and they sing the shit out of it. What's, what's crazy about the Bee Gees, the Brothers Gibb, they uh, ended up making the most money that they had uh, made off of a song was I think uh, Andy Gibbs I just want to be your everything. Yeah, I mean he was popular. He that his song knocked one of their songs out of the number 1 sure. spot written by Barry Gibbs so he made the money. You can tell. The second song, individual song that they made the most money off of was Islands in the Stream. Oh, Cuz yeah. he wrote that yes. for Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. And and again, that's one it's it's weird how you can hear the musical signature of of an artist or a group in and that's one when you think when you you hear the Bee Gees wrote this, I, I can't hear it, yeah. and it's a, it's one I, I sometimes forget. And nights on Broadway, yeah. so none of them was really from the the height of their disco era during Saturday Night Fever. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. It just speaks to their talent level. But this so was yep, a good choice for my, them to uh, cover. My sexy song, yeah, emotion, I, I, yeah. Destiny's Child, emotion, would absolutely. Positively, the acoustic on, on guitar my, on my panty part of CD. Who Very you got, nice. Paul? Who you so, got to focus on? I, I have to. I have a backup in case. I, I have a, a, a sneaking suspicion that maybe you already picked this. So, so now I'm second guessing myself. Did you pick at any point this season a song by TLC, or am I crazy? No. Okay. Then I'm gonna go with TLC. Red Light Special. Red Light Special. Oh, what a great song, dude. You have great taste. From the 90s are Your taste in co-host. <laughs> questionable well. when your music is on point. But I had, you know, this was one of those that I just almost forgot about. And then I was going through a little 90s, and I'm like, I came across this. I'm like, this is a great slow jam. And I haven't heard it in a long time. It's very sexy. Not, not gratuitous, but very, like, just... It's got that R&B... Sexy vibe to it. So, Red Line Special by TLC. One of the more, uh, they really had a lot of hits. 
sublime what their label did to them. Yes, it really is. So much talent, and they just got screwed. Two multi-platinum-selling yep. albums, and after their two tours, they were both they were all three given sixty thousand dollars each. Like, yeah. welcome to music. It's just an insane, and they sold just again they were everywhere. They're and that was their first album, I'm pretty sure. They also had, then, you know, um, Creep was huge. In 98, I think it was the number one song, or 98 or 9, or something like that. It was close. Uh, they, they really had a good run in the 90s. Uh, it's a shame, you know, obviously. Least... I love their song, Baby, Baby, Baby. Yeah, that was that's an early a, that's one, That's in my MTR playlist. It's a great, time. yeah, it is a great middle-of-the-road R&B jam. For that very reason, it's a good tempo. Their first album was called "Ain't Too Proud to Beg," and the song that was, title was, that a, was, good, I was think, a good good song too. I want to say that might have been their initial release. Was "Ain't Too Proud to Beg"? Because it's funny because it was more of a rap. They didn't really sing on it, yet they sang in every other song. And uh, no, I was a big big fan of uh, of TLC. Yeah. And how again did Lisa Left Eye Lopez die? I think it was a car accident. Yeah. Sounds so, right. Sounds right. Really shitty. Just I know she she was kind of I know she was troubled but it was just she was still so young and 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 who knows if there had been ever a way to clear things bitch, up. And, bitch burned somebody's house down. She was. Yeah, she that's was, that's what Paul calls. Well, she just had some trouble. Was that when she was dating Andre Andre Reason? Reason. Reason. Whatever that guy's. Andre. All I know is his stocking. Bad mood Reason. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Keith. Uh, uh, not not Keith Olbermann. Keith and uh, um, it was uh, Keith Jackson and. Uh, and uh, Chris Berman. Yeah, Berman. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Andre Bad Moon Rising. That's, uh, I should have remembered that from the nickname. But I think that, yeah. So they she had troubles. but Yeah, Left, left Eye was uh, left eye was cute. All three members of the band were... Uh, they all kind of had their cute. own distinct little style and personality, yet they seemed to be uh, cohesive. Some, some black women can wear their hair white and short and get away with it. Yeah. And some shouldn't. Yeah, it just depends on I think the shape of someone's face, and it's it's rare to pull off that cute look, or and like you said, the dramatic uh, dye job that can that can really backfire on the wrong person. Yeah, sometimes it makes the skin tone look all weird, but it, it worked a, on her. There was a documentary about them not too long ago. Yeah, probably Maybe. really sad and 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 angering. Honestly. Well, according to you, she had troubles. She had bitch trouble. burned down a house. <laughs> bitch burned down a house. Yeah, yeah. I cannot even be. I was trying. <laughs> I was trying to sort of. Blanket the whole thing. That's one of many. So yes, we uh, we plan on at the end of uh, this season putting all of our funky groups that were highlighted uh, on our Facebook page and all of our sexy songs, so you can make your own panty parter oh, or yeah. boxer dropper. <laughs> See how I worked that in? So like, say I'm misogynist. Uh, I can't spell boxer misogynist. dropper. That's pretty good. But you called me a sexual degenerate last. Yes, episode. I did. You said I was a sex... Happy sex, 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 sex. <laughs> That's easy for you to say. I said For it. those of you that speak English, we're well, now going to Paul Solio live at studio. Hablo Español. All right, well, that's going to take care of segment two. We'll be back with our Mount Rushmore segment. This was a fun one this week. Yeah, yeah. This is the top four real or fictitious people who wore bow ties. We'll be back. You thought we were this out of ideas. This is Christopher Walken. I want to tell you, you're listening... Currently, to the lightest side of Doc podcast. Milk on a milk on a milk on a milk on a airplane. Milk on a milk on a milk on a milk on a airplane. Milk on a milk on a milk on a milk on a 
Hey everybody, this is Rob Smith with the LSD Podcast. Tell you about our latest sponsor, CMX Cinemas, the Cinebistro as it's known. We'd like to definitely recommend you go out and give them a try. CMX Cinebistro Hyde Park is a -a one-of-a-kind elevated movie-going experience with amenities such as all-reserved recliner seating, full-service in-theater dining, extensive beer, wine, and cocktail selections, and a chef-crafted menu. All auditoriums feature 4K digital projection and a 7.1 surround sound. Guests may choose to dine in the restaurant and bar, even if not seeing a movie, and are never required to order food or drinks when seeing a movie. We also offer traditional movie concessions such as hot, fresh popcorn, candies, and snacks. The multifunctional theater is also available to rent for movie screenings, birthday parties, corporate events, meetings, and all kinds of celebrations. I can tell you from personal experience, my wife and I are both spoiled. We don't like to go see the movies anymore. We prefer the Cinebistro. So check them out, go online, and get your tickets today. We're giving away free tickets to this December's holiday season at the CMX Cinebistro. So if you vote on our Facebook page, you could be a winner. Hey everyone, it's Solio from the lighter side of dark. Let's be honest, 2020 has not been a lot of fun so far and we could all probably use some laughs. When I need some laughs, my favorite place in the world to be is at Splitters Comedy Club in Tampa, Florida. Live stand-up comedy every Wednesday through Sunday night. Nationally touring acts, there's even acts you've probably never heard of that are hilarious. If you've never seen a live stand-up show, I want you to go. They are so much different in person and they are so much better. You feel the energy, you really feel like you're part of something special. SidesplittersComedy.com. You can get your tickets online. You can pick out your seats online. So you can sit wherever you want. If you want to be in the back because you're afraid, that's fine. You can do that. Go to SidesplittersComedy.com and grab your tickets today. Light inside a dark. Rubbed up like a douche. Another podcast in the night. Light inside a dark. Side Splitters Comedy Club presents our Mount Rushmore segment, where Paul and Rob talk about the top four in any number of categories and themes. Paul and Rob are now about to tell you who is at Side Splitters Comedy Club this week. All right. A couple big names, if I remember correctly. Well, I'm at the Grove first. So, uh, Greg Anderson at the Grove. I don't know that Greg's a big name, but I'm sure he's very funny. Uh, Anderson's kind of a long name. Henderson. But oh, that, Henderson, Anderson. Yeah, I always get those close confused. Enough. That is actually even longer, so you're right about that. It's I had long. my tongue wrapped around my eye tooth. I couldn't see what I was saying. <laughs> so Greg performs regularly at clubs, colleges across the country. He's appeared at Howie Mandel's Comedy Club, uh, Hard Rock Casino in Atlantic City, the Stardome, which is a, a big, big club in Birmingham. That's a great club uh, here at Side Splitters. So uh, he'll be at the Grove in Wesley Chapel. Let's see who's coming to Tampa, the flagship location. That looks like Anthony Rodia. Let's see. So uh, he is totally relatable Italian-American from New York. Hey, I know that guy. Um, Let's see. Oh, he's got his own wine line, Rodia Wines. So uh, I don't know how that translates to his comedy. but Hey, man, all I know is George Clooney is a billionaire now because of what, tequila? Sure, yeah, liquor, 
wine and well, beer. There's some kind of, Jimmy Buffett's made more money off of his Margaritaville uh, sure. tequila and his books than he ever made off his music. Yeah, it's nice. When you got that much capital, you can pretty much invest in whatever you want. Whatever. I read his book, Where's Joe Merchant? Jimmy Buffett's book. Fantastic book. Yeah, this guy's a genius. And then he wrote a book called A Pirate Looks at 50, where he uh, flew his uh, Grumman uh, water plane all over the world for his 50th birthday with his family. Great, another great book. Highly, mm. highly, highly recommend it. We're talking uh, bow ties. And bow ties, it, I know. Yeah, uh, my uh, my best friend Ben came up with this uh, suggestion. Top four famous people for wearing bow ties. And um, when you think about it, there's going to be several cartoon characters that come to mind. Sure. And as a matter of fact... Um, the first one that comes to mind that I can think of when you're thinking of a uh, of a big bow tie is uh, Colonel Sanders. Oh, yeah, Colonel Harlan Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. And Colonel he was Sanders. a real guy, too. Yeah. He was real and a caricature. He kind of became a character. Yeah, became uh, like the, uh, the, the slogan, the logo became him, his face. Weird. And uh, he started uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken as a corporation, I think, in his mid-60s, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And I also, I'm pretty sure Dave Thomas is the one that came up with the bucket idea for him. I think he used to work. Yes, for Dave him. Thomas was. And, uh, and he had a lot of great ideas, Dave Thomas. Obviously, yeah. Wendy's, as you all know, but um, that was a pretty clever yeah. thing. Yeah. You know? And a lot of people don't realize Wendy's the first one that invented the drive through. The drive through. Was That's not right. McDonald's. Right. They just stole it. Everyone like copied the hell out of it. Like, like they do everything else. So sure. They, yeah, I would say, um, yeah, uh, Colonel Sanders. His bow tie had the little. Uh, strings that hung down for kind of a southern southern bow tie right you know yeah i say i say boy you but know, he that, does have that kind, kind of, of has appeared for years and always got i think it's red right like kentucky like their logo that would make sense he wasn't a real colonel no i i, I don't know how he got the nickname neither was colonel tom parker Right. No, he was. You know, he was just a, a thief. Just a thief. Yes, <laughs> he was exactly. Just a scoundrel. A lot of people are like the Elvis movie. And that was just, and it really wasn't an Elvis movie as much as it was a it was a Colonel Parker movie. Sure. And uh, I still say the kid who who played Elvis was absolutely money in that movie. Absolutely money. Guess who it is? Oh, his ears burning. Oh. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's our favorite caller calling in to the uh, podcast, and uh, he's supposed to say what? I'm supposed to say, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to say, milk on the airplane. Milk on the airplane. Milk on the airplane. Ladies and gentlemen, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a team name. We have, we have. Woo-hoo! Oh, he's got his name. You do. No, oh, I think he's talking about your team. No, be my team or his team. What's up, Mister Paul? What's going on over there? How you doing, Ira? I, you, your ears must be burning. We, we, we I was talking about you earlier, saying what is Ira coming back on the I show? I vote. You say any discretions. I vote to eliminate everybody except for me, you, Paul, and Elliot. I give it to everybody except for us four. So one That's of the four I, of us will win the fantasy oh, football. Yeah, yeah, it's a great theory. If we the eliminate are, the other eight guys in the league. Then we each have like a 25% chance in, in theory. <laughs> uh, and if you think about it, we're going against Iron Elliott, so that really increases our chance. 50%. Perfect. At least. So we, heard about, we heard about Florida man, but what about what about Georgia woman who was on the highway who pretended to be abducted 
and was went back to her, the police found that she abandoned her car yes. and cell phone, and she screamed, and then she uh, two days later she went to her mother. I was perfectly fine. I, I think what a lot of that? people were thinking maybe she has schizophrenia or some sort it's of psychosis. Yeah, nothing's apparently nothing's easy for me to say. Some kind of psychotic break. So yeah, that was a story about a George woman who claimed to be abducted, but she just or she, she thought there was a child being abducted or something. It was it was yeah. really weird on the highway or something. I remember <clears throat> I was left in a hot car as a child. Look how he turned out. That's what happens. It's it'll get you. So uh, yep, and we did. I did get promoted two weeks into the job. So there we go. Got promoted. Wow, two, two weeks. Dude, two yeah, weeks. you know what happened, Paul? Two weeks on the job. You, you know what happened, Paul? What the fry guy died, so Ira got moved up to the drive-thru. You can tell smoke to an Eskimo. <laughs> two weeks, that's a pretty impressive timeline. I, I don't know that I've ever gotten a promotion in two weeks. Um, can you sell snow to an Eskimo? Can I what? Can you sell snow to an Eskimo? Um, probably not. Eskimo? No, I can't really. I could sell... Yeah, but can you make a Jew pay full price? Oh, that's good luck. <laughs> Think about that for a minute. All right, guys, I'm going back to it. See so you guys. Take care. Have a great so day. So you got to say something cool. Something cool. <laughs> Later. Love you, Ira. Oh man, how cool is that? I mean, just right. We were talking about. Right on cue. And uh, I, I shook the magic eight ball, and it said, "Don't answer the phone." Every once in a while, he just pops in right at that time. That was great. So, uh, okay. So, yeah, now we're looking at, uh, I'm going with Colonel Sanders as my first person yeah. uh, to end up uh, doing that. All so right. Who, who you got? I see your Colonel Sanders, and I will offer a Pee Wee Herman. Oh, great choice. Pee Wee, Pee Wee. Like, we got to have some Pee Wee Herman on here. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that, uh, I think... Uh, you know, if I, if I recall, this is one of your suggestions to people who are afraid of karaoke if they don't know what to sing. Uh, tequila, that's certainly. Oh, here's the playhouse. It's funny how Pee started this adult sketch, and and yet, and then Pee Wee's Playhouse became a huge hit. But it was still funny to me as an older, like I was too old for Pee Wee's Playhouse. But I'm like, this is. Still kind of appealing to some adults. Feliz Navidad. That means Merry Christmas in Spanish. Say it. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Just goofy. And I, I'm pretty sure oh my Phil God. Hartman was a, a big contributor, a writer to, to, to that style. I think he and Pee Wee sort of came up with that character together as like years ago. Uh, so he has an interesting history, but it's one of those odd characters. He's able to sort of survive the masturbation thing in the theater. Like, oh, gee, I wonder what people go there to do. But yeah, yeah, people would have thought somebody would be masturbating I, uh, in, an imagine. Adult, in, in an adult theater. Crazy. Crazy. So, um, but, but when I think of bow ties... Um, He's one of those that come to mind, certainly Pee-wee's Big Adventure and uh, that, that sequence when he's dancing on the bar, all that. Um, and Pee-wee's Playhouse being a huge hit, I think it was kind of a surprise hit how, la how long it lasted uh, in the Saturday morning lineup because it was part of like the cartoons. But uh, Pee-wee had a good run. <laughs> It sounds like a painful voice to have to do for that uh, long. Yeah, what uh, what would... Uh, you know who I'm going to say. I'm looking for an opinion here from 
our good German friend Wolf. Oh Wolf, yeah, because I know Wolfgang always watched Peavy's play. Then he did. I never understood him. He seemed like such a little child. He's very whimsical and very innocent. So I mean, I thought you know this is just a normal boy you know who doesn't want to ride a red bicycle around the town. I certainly like to do that. So to me, he's regular Pee Wee. You know, wear a bow tie. Who who doesn't wear a bow tie? Exactly. Uh, Very yeah. nice. So thank you. Yeah, Wolfgang, I love him that for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you love a lot of people, don't I you? Do. I do. Very laughing person. That that's my favorite voice that you do. <laughs> Out of all the shit you do, dude, I'm seriously that. That's the weird German Austrian hybrid. Austrian makes hybrid. me fucking laugh. It truly really does. <laughs> all right, I have got my uh, my next one. Okay. Um, I think the fourth one again is going to be always up for debate, which we go back and forth with. Sure, sure. But uh, along the lines of uh, nerdy guys. I'm yeah. going to go with Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh, yeah. Bill, Bill Nye. Nye the Science Guy. And Bill is still still kind of around in popular culture. Um, he he definitely, that's a, I, it's not someone I thought of at first, but I think he definitely would qualify. He's you know, been he made, 30 plus he year made career. He being a nerd really just kind of nerdy because it just, <laughs> right. just like, uh, yeah, as a woman, I just, I just don't know that I'd ever go, ooh, he's kind of hot. Um, Pee Wee would be hotter, I think, than even Probably. Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yeah, Pee-wee. I bet Pee Wee could take him in a fight. At least Pee Wee has a cool bike. You know, he's got like gadgets. You could go to his house. You want a bowl of cereal? Yeah, and then he just pulls a crank, and before you know it, you're eating Mr. T cereal. <laughs> Bill Nye the Science Guy's over there going, "See what milk is? It's mm-hmm. it's hydrogenate. No, it's, it's a, a colloid, really. If you combine, no. All right, stop it, Bill." Take your Bunsen burner and mm-hmm. add just about a little bit of evaporated <laughs> milk, and you'll find out what happened to Richard Pryor uh-huh. when he was freebasing. And then squat over it and burn your asshole. That's that's science. Yeah. That's so Bill Nye, the science guy, um, I, 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 I don't know I've burn. ever seen him without wearing I, I, the uh, I bow tie. I think you're right now that you mention it. Um, he's definitely up there, and he's, he's a real guy, but that's always been his go-to is the bow tie. Um, you know, this is not, the, the, as far as the fourth one, I know we'll have to maybe throw yeah, out a few and there's, see. There's going to be some debates. I, I don't, I'm not too familiar with a lot of his work, but I do know that Charlie Chaplin was pretty famous for wearing a bow tie, um, in, in his pictures. Now, you know. He's also been dead for like a hundred fucking years. <laughs> so I, I, it's like, is is it is it worth going back that far? You know, I I don't know, but he is known for it. He when fathered Winston, he fathered children in his eighties. That's so crazy. So he's probably got like grandkids that are my age or something. <laughs> if you think about it, yeah, because he was in his He's 80s. He's called the Robert De Niro before Robert De Niro. He was in his 80s in the 70s. He was born in the late 1800s. Okay. And then Boy. he fathered kids up until his 80s. Yikes. So kids would have been born in the 70s, and you were born in the 70s. Yeah, I could be. Oh, my God, Charlie Chaplin could be my dad. I didn't even think of that. What did he do? Just like use his cane to, to sort of lean on for for leverage and just sort of dip his eighty year old. Have you had the twenty three and me done? <laughs> you know they didn't have the Viagra then, so he had to be. Uh, he had Is to wiggle your top lip like that. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm seeing some resemblance. I could get a little fuzzier lip and see what happens. Did you ever see the movie Chaplin? Oh, with Robert Downey Jr. No, I didn't. Didn't. Uh, 
I would recommend it on uh, on three levels. It's a well done movie, number one. Yeah. And Downey was having his issues with drugs and alcohol at the time, hmm. so it's a long movie and it took forever to film. Uh, but he was actually British. Really? Yes. Chaplin was a uh, an English uh, English born uh, citizen. Actually, there was uh, uh, he was uh, deported okay. from the U.S. for his uh, um, I guess his anti-U.S. beliefs during uh, the beginning of uh, World War II. Okay, interesting. Yeah, but I would recommend the movie. Are you familiar with the actress Mila Jovovich? Yes, certainly. Okay, sure. one from... Um, Fifth Element, was she? Fifth in? Element, yeah. and, and all the different apocalypse movies mm-hmm. that she's done. Very unique look she has. This was her first movie. Really? It's and like she a- plays in the movie... A 16-year-old actress who Chaplin sleeps with. Oh, right, because Chaplin had some uh, dalliances. Yeah, uh, yeah, I understand. He liked yeah. them. Yeah. Well, again, like, like Jeffrey Epstein, a little on the younger side. Well, lifespan was 45. I know. So you're 15. You're. It was more normal you're, than. You're a third of you know, how long know. you're going to live. Um, but she plays uh, one of his first wives, who is like this 16-year-old actress. Right. And she does a nude scene in it. I'm here to tell you, Mila Jovovich in her prime. This, which is what we're going to be, one of the things we're going to be doing next season is a segment called In Their Prime. Boy. Where we basically just. How do we say whittle a, that down with Hollywood yeah, being what it is? You say, you say an actor or actress name. For example, uh, Brad Pitt in Troy. Come on, man. Ron DeSantis' favorite. Yeah. I mean, all I'm telling you right now is is Brad Pitt in Troy. If I could be like a man at any point in any man's life, it would be him in that fucking movie. Good looking guy. But then. Marissa Tomei and my cousin Vinny. Yes. I mean, in this case, Mila Jovovich in Chaplin. Fantastic scene. It's not like you get to see a bunch of crazy graphic stuff, but you get, sure, to, see, you get to see her, and she's absolutely hey, stunning. Nudity can be artsy and still pretty hot. It doesn't have to be, like, yeah. hardcore. If you see someone's got a nice boob or a nice butt, and they show a little bit of that, that's okay with me. I am telling you right now that in uh, I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry, the scene where Jessica Beale pulls her underwear, her wet underwear, out of her butt crack. That's a mo- that's a scene in a movie I have paused I might have very, to, yeah. very many times. I have to see where it's streaming locally and just, just make sure. I mean, I like I like to understand business yeah. women. It's an hour, She's an entrepreneur. It's an hour and nine minutes into the movie, yeah. just saying. Thank you for that. I'll, uh, and, yeah. and the actual scene itself is her. She's stripping down and Sandler's looking at her. He's straight, but he's pretending to he's be gay. Yeah, right, so he's trying he to keep goes, it together. I've got to admit, you've got an incredible body. It's probably the best body I've ever seen. I mean, you know, next to Larry's, you know. Sure, right. And, and she's like, "These are real, by the way." And he's like, "No, that's that's okay. You don't. You, we're just a couple of girls. You don't have to." And, and she, she like testing real. him. Yeah, she, she like. No, she's to... like, "No, feel them." He goes, I, "I really don't want to feel your Bahama Mamas." You know, ew. <laughs> and he goes, oh, gross. Okay, just for science. <laughs> Paddle, patting him and beating him up and down. He's doing everything except motorboating him. What a great... See, when you're smart enough, you could write that in your own scripts. Okay, we're going to cast Jessica. Jessica Alba, was it? No, Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel? If it was Both Jessica great. Alba, I would have shot Adam Sandler for that role. <laughs> yeah, you would have... Because Jessica Alba is, 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 is hard in my top five. Hard in my top mm-hmm. five. That's oh what I was gosh. saying the business stuff. I, I guess I, I thought I thought you said all. I just love women, I, just I just love women with that mocha complexion. Um, Halle Berry, Mariah Carey, Beyonce, mm. Jessica Alba. Yeah. That's just that's your exotic. That's your exotic. Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. 
Um, I, I got one. Yes. Who, who else can we throw? I would that? like to put into the famous man who wore bow ties, the Reverend oh, Minister Farrakhan. Louis Farrakhan. Interesting. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Now that you mention it, all of the Muslims wore the bow tie. Mm. Boy. Yeah. Bow tie. Yeah. I had forgotten about that. Love the episode of Living Color with uh, Jim Carrey as Captain Kirk, the wrath of Farrakhan. (laughs) (laughs) And you hear him go, Captain, we're being hailed. What is it? It looks like a 1967 black four-door Eldorado Cadillac with four life forms on board. (laughs) And the thing opens up and he goes, you know, I am here to tell you. And I was like, Farrakhan! One of the funniest parts of that show was the fact they could fuck with black stereotypes because they were so funny and they were black and they were so good at it. Yeah. That was such a great... I know that's a a U-turn, but it's such a great show. Good good example to use. I have have every episode of Living Color on DVD when Netflix was out. I ordered them all, and I burnt copies of every one. It's a great show. And probably one of the more underrated characters on... On that show, everybody remembers Wanda with Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. It's okay, I got you. Uh, hey. Yeah, right. Yeah, was, I need gas. It's okay, you want to let it, Ethel? I got you, right? I got you. That was good, and uh, obviously all the different Jim Carrey characters: sure. Fire Marshal Bill, um, uh, Vera Cosa, the oh Vera De, Vera De Milo, Vera De Milo, whatever it was, the uh, uh, the bodybuilder. Yeah, <laughs> but there was a character. Two characters that Tommy Davidson and I can't think of. It might have been the girl Crystal, the the, the cute little uh, girl with the with the curly hair. Oh, the, she she played some stereotypical black girl with long nails and long braids, okay. and fake hair. Always she was always training Tommy Davidson for some job. Okay, and I'm trying he, to remember, he, he he would he would always say she would say she would say. Okay, listen, I need you to come over here to the shake machine and make these shakes, okay? Because I know you said you had uh, experience with working fast food. And Tommy Davidson go, oh, listen, listen, I got this. This, this is all about us. This is all about us. I can do this. I will make the shakes, and they will be the best shakes. So she walks away, takes care of a customer, comes back, and there is, like, shake everywhere, right? And she goes, what in the hell did you just do? Okay, listen, see, I got experience with chocolate and vanilla. I don't got no experience with no berries. This strawberry, I got no experience with no berries. And then she says, well, why don't you just go over here and, and run the drive through window and just get out of my face. So he's over there. And then some guy pulls up and he's just talking. She goes, what are you doing? He goes, I'm just talking to my friend. My friend came up here and he hands him some free burgers and the guy drives off. And she says, I thought you said you had experience. I trusted you. He goes, listen, I was working at the Burger World, and the manager came up to me and said, let's take a walk. And then some money came up missing and some burgers, and he, he just came at me. He just came at me. I don't understand. She says, well, I know exactly. I would love to talk to you more about your life story, but I am busy. It, and it's just they, they do like four different scenes with yeah. those same two characters. And the, and the Tommy Davidson voice, you know, okay, we got this. This is all about us. It's all about yeah, it. Tommy, another another like real solid player. He was uh, he was kind of one of the anchors that 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 was there. I think he, Tommy used to do. Did he do? Uh, was it Partners in Crime with Robert? Uh, oh, who was it? I think it was a little bit before. 
I know who you're talking you know about. What, the uh, famous uh, comedian. Um, <sighs> partner. I'll, I'll look it up real quick. Yeah, Ro- Robert um, Townsend. Thank you. Yes. Robert Townsend. I knew that yep. would come to me. Robert Townsend and his partners in crime. And I remember that was my first experience with Tom, seeing Tommy Davidson and, and some of those guys. And uh, But then they had a real smooth and quick transition into in Living Color. And they, they were... So he was definitely in that that group. I do miss that. I mean, show. Saturday Night Live is still out there, but I miss. I wish Living Color would do a reunion. Yeah. And you know, they kept it to thirty minutes, so it was easier to get quality in there every week. An hour and a half, I know thirty of that is music, but an hour of sketches is a lot for every single week. Thirty minutes, a little more reasonable. So they they, they had a lot of quality in there. There was a, a TV show that came out on ABC around the same time as Saturday Night Live called Fridays. I, I just started watching that. I saw it randomly on like one of those free apps like Tubi. Mel- Michael Richards yes, was in it. Yes, yes. Yeah, um, there were a Michael couple Richards. of names. Um, Melanie that, Chartoff, who was, who and was what a else female was she? anchor. She, she, yes. she was hot. She was gorgeous. Oh, who, and there, was a, there were a couple of names that I'm like, oh my God, that, that uh, this is a show I had never really heard of, but I could see they were clearly trying to compete with Saturday Night Live. And, and I miss Mad TV. Yeah, Mad TV was... I watched the first couple of years and they I liked should, it. They should, they should have another show like that on nowadays. Um, yeah, there's really not much sketch stuff that I can think yeah. of. And uh, Laugh-In, back in the day. Yeah, the before, 60s, 70s, right. Before Saturday Night Live. Kind of a precursor, on. right, yeah. right. But it, start, it was the variety comedy show. The, the style of humor was different in that era, but you could see what it led to with, with SNL, and that was how SNL was like a little edgier yeah. version, but... Well, I got I got another one that I'd like to toss onto the list. Yeah, me too. Um, Yogi Bear's sidekick, Boo Boo. Boo Boo, Boo Boo, Boo the bear, little bear. A lot of people said Yogi wore a bow tie, but he did not. Much like Fred Flintstone, he wore the full length man. He, he tie. did, and I'm picturing he wore a white like, collar, mm-hmm. with a green tie. But Boo Boo probably just to have a little just contrast. Little, little blue, little blue bow tie on Boo-Boo. little tiny one. Gee, Yogi, I, there was, I don't think the Rangers gonna like it. Well, fuck the Rangers, Boo Boo. <laughs> That's what he should say. I say we put his foot in the bear trap. <laughs> Watch him chew his way out. I uh, there's another. By the way, that was a fantastic Yogi the Bear imitation. That was I just spot on. Best I've ever heard. Spot today. on. Uh, indistinguishable, really. How about <laughs> once you learn to fake it, sincerity? It, yeah, here's here's someone who's been dead a while. Or the Redenbacher. Oh, dude. The popcorn guy. Seriously, I have a picture where we met him really? in 1994. Okay. Ask me where. Where was it? I'm glad you asked. Where was that? Spring break, Panama City Beach, 1994. Naturally. He was there at the same exact time as the Hawaiian Tropic Girls. What a coincidence. I'm sure he just was there to make popcorn. And One I... of these things doesn't belong here. Maybe he was a freak. He was letting his freak flag fly. I'm and... telling you, man. That's hilarious. So yeah, he you know now that I'll, I think, I'll find that picture, I'll scan it, I'll put it on funny. the Facebook page. Yeah, connection to old Orville Redenbacher. Everybody's like, "Whoa, where are you in the picture?" Somebody had to take the picture back yeah. then. Everybody didn't do fucking selfies like they do now. Yeah, it wasn't that easy. Yeah, to hope that it came and out you had too. To, you had to carry a, a camera with film, flash and no flash, the, one of open each. the back of it and put the film in and not overexpose it. Yeah, you people act like you've got it rough. Oh, sometimes I only have four G Wi Fi. Shut up. I, we're, we're really spoiled now. It's too. It's like 
That was a good one. Orville Redenbacher. Orville. I, I would probably put Orville Redenbacher ahead of Louis Farrakhan. Maybe, yeah. I'm, I'm going to piss off all the all the uh, you know, Muslims, but, you know, too oh, well. bad. Not too many listen to our show, I don't think. What are you going to do? Not eat pork? But, uh, ah, more for me. More bacon for me. Exactly. So, Orville, uh, Pee Wee. Um, Colonel the, Sanders. Colonel. The Colonel himself. And we had someone. Bill Nye. And the science guy. I think that's. I kind of like that list. Yeah. Now let's talk about a, a guy that I never want to mention his name. Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Yep. And the reason I'm I'm kind of was glad to not have to is because he switched after John Stewart humiliated him in that time he brought him on Crossfire and he made fun of him for wearing it. That's a fantastic YouTube to watch. Yeah. If 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 you people have not seen, it's old school, but uh, sure. Yeah. But it was great. It was, yeah, it was before. You know, he was the, the. I'm glad he's not on Fox News anymore, but it was before that garbage he was spewing, even on Fox News, got. John Stewart so, absolutely. Oh, he eviscerated him. And and emasculated him. And he got and other kinds of aided at the end. This is the Decimated. same. Decimated. Yeah. All the aideds. He masturbated. He might as well have aided. He should have masturbated on him. Something to just disrespect. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you are just full of all kinds of articulate today, aren't you? Yes, it's just spewing forth. It's it's a day of articulation. It's a wheel of fortune. It's a day of articulation. Yeah, we got a, a game show coming up um, tonight. We're going to be doing. It's the first time you're doing wheel of wheel, fortune. I love that. I love. My, it's one of my favorite shows to just kind of feel smarter than the contestants. So I'm ready. I still think I'm trying to think of the the name of the uh, comedian who did that, but he goes. You realize that Jeopardy's on right before Wheel of Fortune. Right, it's like the hardest game show in the world, followed by the one that's the easiest one for every moron in the world. You got to get your confidence back. That's one of the one of the puzzles was the incredible H blank L K, and these people were still going. Yeah, uh, the incredible milk. That doesn't make sense. The in- inedible milk. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's expired. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Well, that is going to uh, wrap up episode 114. We hope you enjoyed yourself because God knows we did. Celio uh, is about now to tell you uh, how, where, and when, and why you can communicate with us through the various uh, digital means. Yeah, sure. Hop on the metaverse and Facebook. Look up Lighter Side of Dark or the LSD podcast. Either one will take you to our page. You can like us. You can message us there. You Sometimes we'll ask your opinion on things we can't really settle, so you can vote on things. Uh, if you want to email us, sometimes that's more fun directly. Uh, listener at lightersideofdark.com. Or you could add us on Twitter or Insta at lightersidedark. All one word. No fuss, no mess. Exactly. All right. Well, that's going to take care of. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, we are both tied now in Florida Man Jail. We can both get out... One more. One more. One more we answer. Could both get out next week. Now I gave you a mulligan this week. I led you down. I but down the primrose path. I knew you were yes, thinking. Was I doing it just to fuck? Well, with that's you? the problem. Sometimes you do. So I I had to go with my gut. I'm glad it aligned with your assistance. Absolutely. And I appreciate it. All right. Well, that's going to take care of it, guys. Paul, it's been a pleasure working with me. You know it. See everybody uh, next week. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Later. Namaste. The 
lighter side of dark is a brainchild of DJs Rob Smith and Paul Solio, and is meant for the sole purpose of entertainment, merely opinions of our host, and not meant to be taken seriously. Written and produced by Paul Solio and Rob Smith. Edited by Rob Smith, announcer Dave Anthony. Original music provided by Seth Book and a local Tampa band, Noodles Magoo. You may visit the website at www.lightersideofdark.com or visit on Facebook at the Lighter Side of Dark podcast, available on most podcast formats and services. For sponsorship interest, please email at listener at lightersideofdark.com. Recorded at the Fame DJ School Studios in Spring Hill, Florida. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please go back and start from the beginning of the series. We appreciate you following our show.